Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 136. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide of financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about how much money do you need to invest in stocks? Sometimes people ask me, do I need to get started with a lot of money, or can I start with a little money if I want to invest in individual stocks. Well, I worked in the mutual fund industry for over 25 years, and most of my career was spent with professional money managers managing people's money. That's where you pool it with other investors, and you can buy, the the manager can buy stocks or bonds or a combination on behalf of investors, and the investor pays a commission or a fee or both to have the professional manager manage their money. One of the reasons that mutual funds became so popular in the last 50 years was not only because of the professional management, but because of the ease of purchase. They could typically buy with a low minimum initial investment. And also you got great diversification and it was something that prior to mutual funds, only large investors, only wealthy people had access to professional management. So this was a big shift for people. And mutual funds typically had only a $500 or $1,000 minimum initial investment. And that would be a lot less than compared to buying an individual stock, which you typically would want to buy what's called a round lot or 100 shares of a stock. And most stocks, let's say if the average stock was selling for around $30 a share, then that would cost you about $3,000 and you'd only own one stock. So you didn't have any diversification and all your eggs were in one basket. But today we have more choices of where to invest money and ETFs are the biggest change. And because we can invest in ETFs, they're an unmanaged, diversified basket of stocks or bonds or both where instead of hiring a professional money manager, it's just a static group of stocks. So for example, you could buy a biotech ETF, which is just biotech companies. And ETFs are priced like a share of stock, so they require very little money to purchase. But what about if you wanna buy shares of stock in a company? How much do you need to have to invest in a single stock or maybe even a few stocks? According to my mentor, William J. O'Neill, You can begin with as little as $500 or $1,000 and add to it as you earn and save more money. O'Neill started investing at age 21 with a five-share purchase of Procter & Gamble stock. Of course, today, he's the owner of Investor's Business Daily, a fabulous business publication that I get regularly and use for my investing. I credit all my success to investing to William J. O'Neill. You can buy shares of one or two companies with $1,000. Don't try to buy 10 different companies. If you have $10,000, you can buy three or four good quality stocks. Use my suggestions and only buy companies whose earnings are increasing at an increasing rate. You knew I was gonna say that, didn't you? Pay attention to earnings, they're everything. 
don't buy a stock because you like their products. That's just the first screen that you want to look at, but that's not the reason to buy a stock. The reason to buy a stock is because they're profitable and they're becoming more profitable and earning more all the time. That's only one touch point to consider is their product. Just start there, maybe start looking at that company because they got your attention with the product, but that's not the reason to buy the stock. In my opinion, buying individual stocks is a great hobby and a valuable skill to learn, but be careful. If you don't know what you're doing, it's easy to lose all of your money. If you take the time to learn and study though, you can make great returns. For example, just one example, if you bought Facebook just three years ago, a $5,000 investment would have grown to $12,000 or 240%. And that's not an isolated incident. Here's your action plan. Read How to Make Money in Stocks by William J. O'Neill. The link is on my resource page, and I do make a small commission if you buy it from my page, and I do appreciate you supporting the show by using my link on my resources page on my website at lindapjones.com. Two, get your investor's business daily weekly. You don't need to buy it every day. Just get it once a week and start studying what they recommend. Look at the IBD 50, the 50 stocks that they recommend. And no, I don't receive any compensation for recommending this. Number three, start paying attention to who is beating expectations. If you haven't listened to my podcast about Apple, which was number 125, do that because you'll find out what happens to a stock that misses its earnings target and revenue target. It's companies that beat expectations that win and companies that don't beat expectations lose big. And that means you lose too. So we don't want that to happen. We want you to know about companies, how well they're doing, how their earnings are growing. That is the number one thing. And I'll keep hammering that home until you get my point and can buy stocks successfully. That's all for this episode. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.